Okay, so at this time, we do have our books now for the Bible study, and Mr. Andrews is going to come up and do an introduction for our James Bible study. Well, greetings to all of you, and greetings to those that may be tuning in. Um, it was interesting, I, I had this uh, challenge uh, just before this, uh, uh, aren't you... Aren't you changing tradition? Well, if we hadn't done it before, maybe so. But we have, we have done a Bible study on Ephesians, and it, I think it worked out very, very well. Um, and we want to encourage anyone that is uh, here today, and maybe those that uh, would uh, like to tune in and participate to, um, to get involved in the book of James. Uh, N.T. Wright will have a lot of interesting uh, questions. I'm not going to go into that. I am going to read each one of the <clears throat> uh, uh, topic headings, but I'm not going to go into any of the questions today. Uh, I think his first name is Nathan. I think the second name is Tom. So, but NT is a quick, quick way to do it here. Um, on the back of the book, it's an interesting thing. Every generation in the church worries, rightly, about people who just glide along, seeming to enjoy what they hear in the church, but without it making any real difference. James faced exactly the same problem in the very first generation. So it's not surprising that translating belief into action, making sure faith is the real thing, <clears throat> is near the heart of his message. That kind of faith, he explains, is the faith that matters, the faith that justifies, the faith that saves. We need that kind of faith today. I believe that it's, it's true. There are nine studies in James, passionate, letter, help us live out a faith that makes a difference. This um, beginning of this year, I think I talked about it the last year and the year before that. But I'm trying very hard this year to make a difference. Um, <clears throat> I have a book. It's actually a Bible. It's a God's Little Devotional Bible by, by Honor Books in Tulsa. And it is a daily reading. And so that's what I've been trying, a daily reading. And of course now we're going to include a Bible study in which every week we'll have some questions in that. But I found an interesting devotional in this book, and that's uh, every, every um, day there is a devotional. that You read the Bible and you get this little devotional and says, this one was a very interesting one and I just wanted to bring it before I go into N.T. Wright's uh, book on James. Drops of Character is the name of the devotion. Have you ever watched an icicle form? Uh, did you notice how the dripping water froze one drop at a time until the icicle was a foot long or more? Now, of course, we haven't had much snow or anything to do that this year uh, here. But for those of us who have watched it before, it's very interesting. If the water was clean, the icicle remained clear and sparkled brightly in the sun. But if the water was slightly muddy, the icicle looked cloudy and its beauty was spoiled. Our character is formed in like manner. Each thought or feeling adds its influence. Each decision we make, both great and small, contributes its part. 
Everything we take into our minds and souls, impressions, experiences, images, or words helps create our character. At all times, we must be aware of the droplets we allow to drop into our lives. Acts that develop habits of hate, falsehood, and evil intent mar the eventually and eventually destroy us. But habits born of love, truth, and goodness silently mold and fashion us into the things and the uh, into the image of God. And so, as we study our the Word of God, and the more we study it, the more we get involved in it, that also is helping build our character, and especially a character that God wants us to have. And so as we look into the book of James, it's a very deep and wonderful study and a very interesting study. So I'm just going to read N.T. Wright's um, introduction today and some instructions that he gives for individual Bible study and for group Bible study. And I think they're important for us to to, to do if we're going to get, you know, if we want to be involved in the, in the Bible study. So getting the most out of James. We don't know for sure who James was. It was a common name in the first century uh, as it is today. Uh, but there is a strong chance that this letter was from the best known James in the early church. James, the brother of Jesus. The strong central leader in Jerusalem. Um, in the Jerusalem church over the first uh, 30 years of Christianity. Peter and Paul and the others went off around the world, but he stayed put in Jerusalem, praying and teaching um, and trusting that God, who had raised his beloved brother from the dead, would complete what he had begun. This letter, then, would be a part of that work, written to encourage Christians across the world, whom he saw as a new version of the twelve dispersed tribes of Israel to face up to the challenge of faith. One of the great themes of the letter is patience. Another theme uh, in parallel with patience is wisdom. James is the most obvious representative in the New Testament of what in the ancient Israelite scriptures, the Old Testament, we think of as wisdom literature. The shifted, tested, and collected wisdom of those who learn to trust God for everything and discover how that trust would work out in every aspect of daily life. The followers of Jesus believe the Old Testament had all, uh, had all come rushing together with a new meaning in the life, death, resurrection, and, and Lord and Master. In this letter, James asks, what will last? What is permanent? His answer is clear. God and his word. This is urgently needed because without it, we look metaphorically at beautiful wild flowers which spring up uh, out of the... Uh, the open country here today and gone tomorrow, or even sooner if the sun is hot, we look at them and think, uh, think they are what matters. We will see people becoming rich and famous with houses, big cars, and luxurious holidays. Today, celebrity culture tells us its own story. A famous sports hero one day, out uh, on the street the next. A flashy wedding one day, a messy divorce the next. We know these stories, and we are uh, seduced by the glitter of it all, by the beauty of the wildflowers which passes away. Another of James' key themes is the dangerous power of the human tongue. This is all a piece of what he says about God's Word. His Word is not just conveying information. It actually does things, brings about a new and lasting state of affairs. <clears throat> 
So we uh, see God's word going to work even as we hear a warning about a human words going to work in a rather different direction. Throughout the letter, James talks about faith, faith that works, and praying in faith which surrounds all that we are and do as followers of Jesus. Everything that G James says flows from the astonishing fact that his older brother Jesus himself had emboldened new life and forgiveness. Jesus, is, Jesus had hung, on, uh, hung at that place where new life and forgiveness came bursting through from God's word to ours. Um, I'm going to skip the, the little parentheses here. You can read that. As we learn from James through the guide prepared with the help of uh, Phyllis J. Uh, Lapine, uh, for which I am very grateful. Uh, I'm not even sure that I pronounced that. Lapine or Lapine. Uh, we seek to understand and obey the royal law of love and to get to know Jesus himself. And as that happens, so the patience and humility the love and the prayer, the wisdom and the true speech of which he has uh, been insisting will become a part of our lives. These are the works which will demonstrate faith, even as James has written to encourage Christians across the world to face up to the challenge of faith. May you be encouraged in the same way and grow as people of faith um, as you study the letter. And I think that's the encouragement we need to, to grow in understanding of the Word of God. So, suggestions for individual study. As you begin to each study, pray that God will speak to you through His Word. And I think that's an extremely important first step in any Bible study that we, we, we seek out. We need to be prayerfully working through God's Word and, and asking Him to, to teach us through that Word. And so that's what we're going to be doing through this Bible study. Read the instructions of the, uh, to the study and respond to the open question that follows it. This is designed to help you get into the theme of the study. Now, this is for the individual study. This is where you're filling out the things or, you know, beginning to, to, to put together some ideas that you're going to bring uh, next week to the Bible study. Reread, uh, read and reread the Bible passage to be studied. Each study is designed to help you consider the meaning of the passage in its context. The commentary and the questions in this guide are based on my own translation of each passage found in the companion volume, uh, this guide for, uh, for everyone series. Uh, and they've got it published and you can look at that up in your book. Write your answers to the questions in the spaces provided or in a personal journal. If you want to keep it nice and clean, you can <laughs> put it in some, a different piece of paper, but uh, this is what this is about. It's for marking up, for, for writing in, and uh, sometimes uh, we're not very neat, but our questions, uh, our answers are what is important. Um, uh, write your answers to the questions space provided in the personal journal. Each study includes three types of questions. Observation questions, which ask about the basic facts in the passage. Uh, interpretation questions, which delve into the meaning of the passage, and application questions, which help you discover the implications of the text the, uh, for growing in Christ. Writing out your responses can help clarify uh, and deep, uh, and uh, can bring clarity and deeper understanding of yourself and, uh, and of God's word. 
Each session features selected comments from uh, the For Everyone series. These notes provide further biblical and cultural uh, background and contextual information. They are designed not to answer the questions for you, but to help you along as you study the Bible for yourself. For even more reflections on each passage, you may wish to have uh, on hand a copy of a companion volume for, for everyone series as you work through uh, the study guides. And I don't know about, um, you know, a lot of times those of us have been in for a while, uh, I think we can probably answer a lot of this, but if you have helpful uh, things that you can go to and look up, that's good too. Use the guidelines in, in, uh, pray, in the pray section to focus on God's um, thanking him for what you have learned and praying about the applications that have come to mind. Now, this is suggestions for, for, for the group, and that's what we will be doing because we want to encourage everyone here. The one that's going to be doing it is really encouraging you uh, that are out there to, to participate. Uh, ladies also, uh, we had a lot of participation from our, our ladies last time. So I want, I want to say that. And I, sometimes I, I have a tendency to like to listen and <laughs> not respond a lot. Unless I get peaked, then I want to, to jump in. So I'm hoping that's the same way that, that um, you'll feel about. Be willing to participate in the discussion. The leader of your group will not be lecturing. Instead, she or he will be asking the questions found in this guide and encouraging members of the group to discuss what they have learned. And of course, just like we found out, sometimes it is the group leader who also has to step in and, and provide something um, of uh, a little bit of wisdom there. Stick to the topic being discussed. These studies focus on a particular passage of Scripture. Only rarely should you refer to other portions of the Bible or outside sources. This allows for everyone to participate on equal ground uh, for in-depth study. And, and one of the things that we did notice in the book of Ephesians, that boy, <laughs> get it started and it's already over with. We really only have about 45 minutes uh, for, the, for the Bible studies. So consequently, um, it, is, it, it goes very, very quickly. And you can get in depth very, very uh, uh, into this uh, very deep, deeply, and, and it goes very quick. Be sensitive to other members of the group, listening attentively when they describe what they have learned. You may be surprised by their insights. Each question assumes a variety of answers. Many questions do not have right answers, particularly questions that aim at meaning or application. Instead, the question push us to explore the passage more thoroughly. When possible, link what you say to the comments of others. Also be affirming whenever you can. This will encourage some of the more hesitant members to, to group or uh, of the group to participate. Be careful not to dominate the discussion. We are Sometimes so eager to express our thoughts that we leave too little opportunity for others to respond. By all means, participate, but allow others to do, to do also. Expect God to teach you. I think that's the important part of all Bible studies at all. And, and even when we come to services and we listen to, to anyone preaching the word, expect God to teach us. Through the passage being discussed and through the other members of the group, Pray that you will have an enjoyable and profitable time together, but also that as a result of the study that you will find 
ways that you can take action individually and as a group. It will be helpful for groups to follow a few basic guidelines. These guidelines, which you may wish to adapt uh, to, into your situation, be read at the beginning of the first uh, session. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read them, and then, then whoever's going to facilitate or do the, be the group leader next time can read through these. Anything, um, any, he says, uh, anything said in the group is considered confidential and will not be discussed outside of the group unless specific permission is given to do so. We will provide time for each person present to talk if he or she feels comfortable doing so. We will talk about our set ourselves in our own situations, avoiding conversations about other people. We will listen attentively to each other, and we will be very, very cautious about giving advice. Additional suggestions for the group leader will be found in the back of the guide, and I'm not going to go into that. But I think it, it's, it, um, this is a very in-depth book, uh, the book of James. There's a lot to it. It was one of the very first ones that were published. Uh, uh, I, I think it was may have even uh, uh, been published and, and been available to, to many um, before some of the um, Pauline Gospels were, or, or letters were available. And so it, it really does have some, in, some depth to it, some interesting things in it. So I encourage all of us uh, to... To take and, and take that first. In fact, now let's just do that real quick here. Let me just read through these first. Um, the first one is the challenge of faith. That'd be James one one through eight, uh, James one nine through eighteen. The snares of the word and the gift of God. James one nineteen through twenty seven. The word that goes to work. Oh, what a challenge that one is. James two one through thirteen. No favorites. James 2, 14 through 26, faith and works. James 3, 1 through 18, taming the tongue. Oh, sometimes in this society that we're in today. James 4, 1 through 17, humility and faith. James 5, 1 through 12, the rich and the suffering. And James 5, 13 through 20, praying in faith. And so take the time, fill out your guide, and... Next week, we'll start on James' first chapter.